0: And then there were four. It's day 18 of the edition Men's Hockey World Cup and plenty of semi-final action coming your way. And greetings and welcome to the Hockey World Cup Daily. The Men's World Cup Daily. I'm just so excited I can't get my words (laughs) out, Matt. (laughs) Literally, how many times did I try that intro? (laughs) Oh dear, we've mate. made it,
1: we've made it, John, so far to show 18 of the World Cup Daily. Thank you very much for joining us wherever you are around the world. And boy, I hope you are as excited today waking up as we are at the prospect of these two magic games of hockey at the edition Men's Hockey World Cup semi-final time.
0: Uh, you know, in some ways, it wouldn't matter which four teams were to be there, quite honestly. I would be expecting a fantastic day of hockey. Um, the fact that we've got, what, three of the top four teams in the world there?
1: Well, it depends if you and count England ranked at number seven but we don't care about the rankings here on the World count. of Daily. They don't
0: Get your four-sided coin out because that's how you're going to be able to pick your winners today. It's, it is literally that close. You can't really... You make pros and cons for both teams but what's actually going to happen is going to come down to the players on the pitch at the time and that's the really good thing about it.
1: It is indeed, now well, I guess we'll just get straight into it John and talk about yep. these two amazing games that we've, um, we've got
0: coming up And it is semi-final one at Kalinga Stadium, England versus Belgium This game remember is on earlier, it's a 4pm Bhubaneswar time start so that's in Indi- the Indi- IST, isn't it? It is indeed. Indian stand time. So uh, say for us here in Perth, we're two and a half hours in front, so that would be 6.30pm for us. Or if you're in the UK,
1: 10.30am.
0: Th- P- uh, 10.30am and you can figure it out anywhere else in between. Google <laughs> it. That's England versus Belgium. The later game, which is on half an hour earlier than it has been all tournament, it's on at 6.30pm. Uh, local time in Babanazwa and that will be Australia versus the Netherlands. Of course the winners of both of those games will go through to play the final tomorrow evening at 7pm local time there in India. Um, gee, how do you separate these two teams? That's separate, or four teams I should say. Let's get to England and Belgium first up, the early game. What have you got? Because I see you've got a great big scroll of notes in front of you.
1: Well, I thought we'd just have a little look. Obviously, we'll look at previous games. Now, the past eight times they've met up, they've had three wins apiece and two draws. And that doesn't include the most recent GB games that were played against Belgium in that uh, Toshiba series. In the World Cup, there's been three meetings before. 73 was an England 5-2 win. 78, a Belgium 1-0 win. And in 2014, in The Hague, last time around, England were 3-2 winners. Now the route for the two teams to get to this game: England started off in their group phase with a 2-2 win, a uh, 2-2 draw with China, a 3 0 loss to the Aussies, and a 4-2 win over Ireland, and then the crossover win two-nil over New Zealand, and that amazing 3-2 victory over Argentina in the quarterfinal. For Belgium, the world number three, 2-1 win over Canada to start things off, a 2-2 draw against India, a 5-1 win over South Africa, a 5-0 win over Pakistan, and then that 2-1 win in the quarterfinals over close neighbours Germany.
0: Well, uh, what do you say about both of these teams? We, To be honest, we didn't expect England to be there. Um,
1: well, not from our early rhetoric with, no. the, with the show and certainly not from the, those opening two performances against China and Australia. But I have to say we were pretty critical of Belgium as well from their first two we games um, and thought that they died off towards the, the, the end of the game in both the Canada and India games. And uh, we've been uh, mildly surprised by how they've risen. And, and there's guys in the side like Gunard and Van Doren, both picked up player of the match twice in this tournament so far, that just show the quality that's throughout that side. And even when they lose players like Stockbrooks, there's, there's uh, still plenty of quality all the way through that Belgian team.
0: And I think there's more and more of a realisation that quality extends to their coach and Shane McLeod. He's done a great job with this team. And they were a bit stuttery. That's the best way to put it, I think, at the beginning of the tournament. Yeah. They just couldn't seem to get the wheels moving or the gears going, whichever metaphor you'd like <laughs> to use there. Um, but he's certainly got them humming at the moment. And they're playing a really attacking, exciting brand of hockey. And they're defending that attack really, really well as... Yeah, as well.
1: well they've got goals everywhere the Belgians uh Hendricks has uh, been superb on their penalty corners score and shade isn't he yeah well they've, they've scored six of their fifth uh six of their sixteen goals have uh, been from penalty corners nine field goals one stroke for the english in that respect uh, eleven field goals uh, three penalty corners so um, a, a little bit more firepower with the Belgians but We've seen players like Liam Ansell really grow into this tournament. He's another one that's picked up two player of the match awards and scored a couple of nice goals along the way as well. And
0: don't forget, Liam Ansell wasn't going to be there. That's it. He's the replacement for Sam Ward. Um and you know we'll, we'll talk more about that later on. Well, it's got to be
1: it's got to be a dream for him has not it for the rubber man to, to oh, yeah. you know oh, to, yeah. to get that late call up and to, and as an individual player you've got to go right this is my moment this is the opportunity I've got this second yeah. chance to be involved here um you know perhaps you should do that with the whole squad
0: well well look let's face it for a lot of the, these guys in the english side it will be last chance alone this team will be will be vastly different at the 2020 olympics as The one that's going out. Well, yeah, we
1: said before there's five or six guys there, are sort of 31 plus, is that right, in in, in the team? Um, I think Barry Barry Middleton. (laughs) Barry Middleton said in the press conference he's getting ready for the uh, Over 35s Masters World Cup next year.
0: They asked him if he was going to Tokyo, and he said, yeah, on holiday. But look, I mean, it was suggested to us that England had a a young and upcoming squad. They're not a young and upcoming squad by any stretch, and a lot of these guys just uh, won't be there come. Tokyo and the
1: average age is about the same as the Belgians. it's about 26 and a half but the Belgians have got about a thousand more games uh, experience of international caps in the yeah. team
0: look and and I think that uh, the performance of Liam Ansell will probably encourage the selectors to maybe start looking at some of the younger guys coming through on the fringes of the squad in that build up I and mean, you've seen how easily he slotted into the team um, Danny Kerry I, I note here on the FAH media guide um Apparently, uh, according to them, uh, Danny Kerry had a, uh, a squad of 18 players with two potential substitutes at, at his disposal, which I thought was amazing, because that's what everybody else had, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> just,
1: just saying. Um, well, you've got to fill the document, mate. You've got to fill the document. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. Um, it, uh, was his comments on social media or quoted on social media about you've got to play the game and not the occasion and I'm sure that's something he'll be really trying to drill into his players that you know it's still a game of hockey all of the other stuff is external and paloover just you know you stick to what we do and what we know
1: uh, if you get opportunity have a quick listen to the top of the the latest podcast there's a bit of a preview from Danny Carey on tonight's game so if you're looking to Get excited on the run-up to, f- to would you ask coach to preview
0: <laughs> a game? <laughs> is he giving a tip? Uh, Mark that one down, yeah. hey. <laughs> anyway, um, have a listen. Anyway, uh, is it is it England's attack or Belgium's defence?
1: Belgium have been superb defensively, haven't they? But as to England in in that Argentina game as well, and and even against Australia for three quarters of it, um, it, yeah, it's going to be another really really close game. Um, uh, my head goes, look, Belgium are going to win this game, and it's going to be a close two one three one something like that. But you just don't know if England get their backs up early and get some goals on the board early, uh, it could be a bit of a different prospect there. Well, Who knows, it's going to be a fantastic game. I'm going to sit on, fe- sit on the fence a bit with it. I'm
0: going to tip England. I'm going to tip England. I think uh, one of my long-standing criticisms of the English team was that once they got into the forward line, they all tried to score a goal themselves. They wanted to win the game off their own stick and that's disappeared the further we've got into this tournament. And I think that's going to count in their favour. I also think they hit teams bang straight up hard when they get scored against and and the belgians going to have to score too really quickly to put a break on them and if england get up first early they're going to be very very hard to beat
1: i'm just getting ready for the complaints the hashtag anti-belgian sentiment <laughs> that's going on at the show at the moment
0: <laughs> but uh, they're uh, not a young team you,
1: you pick england i'll pick belgium and uh, hopefully we'll keep everybody happy then
0: yeah okay we'll split it that way um Next game, the game coming up at...
1: uh... Oh, just quickly, the umpires for that game, the first one have been announced, David Tomlinson and Ben Gertgen... They'll be taking hold of that. So, uh,
0: And we should also pay, because it's not just the coaches out there doing that sort of stuff, and they're not entirely wholly responsible, although it will all fall on their shoulders if things don't turn out. Um, for the staff of the teams, the team manager for the Netherlands there is... Belgium. Uh, Belgium, sorry, is uh, Eric Perrine. Uh, the head coach, Shane McLeod. Uh, assistant coach is Michel de Heuvel. Van der Hervel. Van der Hervel. And another assistant coach in Steve Bayer. Um, on the English side of things, Andy Halliday is the team manager, Danny Kerry, the coach. John Bleeby is the assistant coach, and Russell Garcia alongside him is an assistant. So good luck to those guys and all the other staff that travel. You know, you've got doctors and physios and stuff and people around. Stats and sh- counters in the. Chefs. Chefs. <laughs> chefs, yeah. Catering staff it's, have
1: got to be commended. It's been great. We haven't heard a great deal about the BBI belly, have we, this time around? And whether it's gone on or not, whether we've just not heard about it, but there's, uh, the measures that were taken, uh, taken into consideration by the national <laughs> team seem to have worked for them.
0: Yeah, one more thing to note about Belgium bringing that up. No, John, John Diamond. Yep. Um, went home with respiratory problems that he'd had leading up to the tournament, yep. but, uh, they've, <laughs> he went out without, a, I mean it was seamless, yes yeah. uh, so that's another you know a good thing well, yeah, well, Belgium is just sort of, you know we've got a good team, we've got depth in this squad,
1: yeah, well, they brought two good players in to replace the two, they yeah. lost there, yeah,
0: okay, let's get to the other game. it's the late game, although it's earlier, it's the uh final number two, Australia versus Netherlands, it will be on at six thirty p m local Babanooir time. Make the adjustments for your location.
1: And I'll tell you what, John, it's uh, it's harder to find World Cups where these two teams haven't played against each other than <laughs> that they have. Now, of course, last time around was that emphatic 6-1 win for Australia against the Dutch on home soil in The Hague.
0: Which I must admit is one of the greatest games of hockey I've seen. But greatest team performances I've seen. They, they were on another level. It wouldn't matter who they played that day.
1: That's right. Um, over the years, though, the past three meetings have been Australian wins. Uh, the Netherlands back in 98 and 94 had a couple. It's fairly even over the decades of the, the times they've met. Last time Orion was the Champions Trophy this year, 3 0 win to Australia. Um, uh, you might remember back, John, but there were yeah, four, we yeah, four tests back in Perth between yeah. the two sides that ended up with two draws. A uh, 3-2 uh, win for the Netherlands and a 6-1 win for Australia in that last Didn't game. Did
0: you get Max to say something out to you? Uh,
1: no, we had a little, little, little chat with Permin Black. Oh, that's The game's right. going on. You can probably go back to our Instagram account and find some of the live footage yeah, from that one.
0: Got down there and had a look at it. The boys were training down there when the girls, uh, Spanish girls were here playing that's Australia. Right, yeah. And uh, they were down the back field training. And they can't hit the ball, those fellas, can't they? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that, was just a, that was just the coaching yeah. Uh
0: So let's get on to actually talking about this game. Well, how do you split them, Matt? Honestly, I don't think it matters much about any results previous in this tournament. Between the teams, between anybody, whatever's gone on beforehand, you know we're going to be in for a really entertaining game. And maybe it will be 6-1 to the Netherlands this time. It might go to a shootout.
1: Well, I'll just give you the stats to go through anyway. Australia's route to get to the semi final, they've just played the four games obviously because they went through as their group winners a 3 0 win over England to start things off. 2-1 win over Ireland in Game 2, an 11-0 win over China in the third and a 3-0 win over France in the quarterfinal. For the Dutch, world-ranked number 4, a 7-0 win against Malaysia to kick things off, a 4-1 defeat to Germany in that second game. And that really uh, sent a few shockwaves around the hockey world and uh, we thought that really showed the intent for Germany. It wasn't to be for them. A 5-1 win for Pakistan next up, a 5-0 win over Canada and a 2-1 win over India. So they've scored some goals against the lower-ranked sides, um, but uh, not so much against those in, in their own sort of you know little area of the, of the rankings.
0: No, true. Uh, Australia. Well, what do you say about them
1: Well, goals available from anywhere. The only thing that could work against their favor is that um, they could have could be perceived to have had a, a slightly easier route now that that's i mean that in two ways one of of course the quality perceived quality of the sides that they've come up against, but also that game less that they've had to play to get them there. Now they haven't played since I don't since think that
0: matters for much.
1: Well anymore. no, but they haven't played since Wednesday. Uh the Dutch played Thursday last and have obviously played that one game extra as well, uh, with the crossover game. Uh but yeah, I don't think it makes a great it deal of difference.
0: To professional <coughs> athletes uh, to the guys that are training at the level that they train at I wouldn't think no, it makes yeah. much difference
1: three, three day break for the Aussies it will have
0: more of an effect on what goes on between their ears and it will on any sort of physical aspect of the game
1: so uh, yeah it's going to be an absolute cracker we've got some superstars of the game on both sides involved like I said the Australia have got goals from anywhere uh, Haywood and Gover's a pinpoint on the, the corners at the moment uh, there's always a threat from Craig from Ogilvie from Young Tim Brand um, Aaron Zalewski the, you know there, there are goals available anywhere and I think if uh, Australia work smart because we know they're going to work hard anyway if they work smart then uh, the opportunity is there for them now uh, they've just got to stop the Dutch in their tracks haven't they
0: Honestly, I can't split them. I, I, uh, you know, Hertz van Ventel is, uh, he's having a great tournament. They've got some, Billy Backer, um, I mean, he doesn't even look like a professional athlete. Billy looks like he should have a dentist coat on or something like that, doesn't he? (laughs) But what a fabulous player, um, the Dutch, there. are
1: uh, well, I think there's some players in sure that Dutch side that haven't even stepped up to their potential yet. No, like Ke- Kemperman's it. been fairly quiet through but the tournament. Then again,
0: we can say the same about the Australian yeah, teams. Proi- Not that they've been passengers at all. No, they just, just haven't been the standout well, players well, in, in great teams. The four door sedan stood up when he had to. He hasn't been great for whole games. The but all but new
1: Mirko, Pro- Mirko Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Luxury and reliability you can afford. Yeah. Um <laughs> he's a very good player and these sorts of guys don't need to necessarily turn it as, as much as a coach would like them to be consistent throughout a game a couple of moments of brilliance from those players like that and it blows the game up well,
1: look at the, the second goal from Brinkley exactly, uh, yep, just brilliant another. and that was his fourth of the tournament he's getting up and in around the areas at the right time um, and kind of going under the radar a little bit and, and Hertzberger and Preusser are, are doing the legwork to create those opportunities we
0: often talk in our grades of hockey about attackers you know that some blokes just have it, and you, you, there's certain people playing your forward line that work really hard and create and blah blah blah, but they just haven't got that little thing that separates them as a, as what you'd call a striker, and he has it. Like at he, Brinkman, he just had that goal the other day. He just knows where to stick his stick and when to stick it.
1: Yeah, uh, well, it's going to be interesting. We mentioned in yesterday's show 150 games up for both Daniel Beale and Seb Van Ass. Similar kind of players, and they're, they're guys that can really uh, get hold of the ball and break the lines, and um, they, neither player rarely loses the ball.
0: Well, you know who's someone who might have an idea about the result of this game? Who might that be? The Oracle.
2: You're listening to the World Cup Daily Predictions, a cooperation between studio hockey and the First pitch. Three of these four were not so hard to predict before the start of the tournament, but England does qualify as a surprise among the four semi finalists. The English will face Belgium. Favorites in this All European semi final are the Belgians, but that doesn't mean anything once the ball is in play. Both teams have shown they've grown in this tournament, but it will be the Belgians to emerge after 60 minutes. And shootouts. Yes, we will see the first shootout series in this World Cup after a 2 2 game with Vincent van Aasch winning it for Belgium. The Netherlands versus Australia will be the second semi-final, a repeat of the World Cup final four years ago. A revenge maybe? I'm sure the players won't see it this way, but still. The 6-1 loss from four years ago will quickly be forgotten by the Dutch with a clear 4-2 victory against the Kookaburras to move through to the final. So my prediction is a European final between the Netherlands and Belgium. That's it for today on the Daily World Cup Predictions. Tune in tomorrow for a new episode. But for now, enjoy your hockey, or as they say in India, up bas hockey. Terrible, terrible, terrible.
1: Well, I I, I agree, Simon. And uh, that was, of course, Mr. Ernst Bart from Studio Hockey, joining us with his penultimate. World Cup daily predictions no surprise that uh, Ernst lives in Belgium and uh, his son plays for the Dutch national side Um, he couldn't really go for anybody else in that game could he John
0: Uh, no he couldn't bless him of course not yeah we don't expect him to (laughs) look you know I'm happy to flip a coin on it I've got no idea who wins I I just think it'll be a ripping game
1: I'm expecting some uh, some Online online bans with Ernst through the day today on the lead to that game. Just quickly, umpires for that game, uh, the British pairing Dan Barstow and Martin Madden.
0: Oh, good, they're good umpires. I like Martin Madden. He's a Scottish fellow, That's isn't right. He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't he the um, police sergeant?
1: Uh, I think yeah, he is a copper. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't think there'll be much uh, misbehaviour from the players today. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly it hasn't been any of the other games. I've no, seen he's got part. good
1: player management. Some yeah. some players are precious about being spoken to a bit. You know, are they a bit too noisy? Any experience a bit with too, that? No, not, not me, mate. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, a uh, couple more quick things before we move into this game. One thing that uh, I tweeted about the other day: a little photo of Barry Middleton and his finger. Yeah. No, uh, included in Eng- England hockey in it. Didn't get hear anything back. Didn't hear even. No, Barry's fine. Um. Well, we'll he continued, he continued to, well, to play With that broken he, he finger did. Didn't he Well I don't know If it's broken Or whether Barry Was just putting it on In front of the umpire Or what was going on Because <laughs> he could have been Have a look at, again At the vision And I'm like Oh is it really But It was off payout He wore it wasn't it Yeah well yeah, yeah. If he's jammed that Between the stick And, his, uh, and the ball if uh, He could be in a lot of trouble it Might mean he won't play But I would be looking early on in the game to see how Barry Middleton goes on the trap because that will be the place that he gets it. Because you can get away with playing without having to smash the ball in a hit with pushing and slap drag hitting. Um, But you can't. Is that a a term? Slap drag pushing and slap drag hitting. (laughs) I think you managed. It's not not a pastime, mate. Isn't it? Isn't it
1: flicking and drag drag pass hitting? (laughs) That's (laughs) That's whatever it's called.
0: But it'll be it'll come to the trapping where if you've got some sort of break in that part of your hand that's when you're going to find out about it.
1: Expert medical terms and hockey terms here on the World Cup Daily. And, of course, you can follow us. You can get all of these medical terms and uh, updates all the way through the next two days, play on the World Cup Daily. We're online on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram, all at the reverse stick
0: any more uh, interlopers come in to try and steal your court.
1: I think there might have been one more interloper in the uh, <laughs> team there I'm going to give you the top ten uh, without the top two John just before we go on the scored fancy league you've got a little bit of time to get in and update your teams you might have three transfers in there in at number one Ramiz Raja with 206 points H.C. Dirk falling from Will Turner 194 ABC 123 Rob Abbott oh. great stuff from Rob Abbott don't want to mention Rob Abbott too much in at number four, uh, Nick Davey, for fuck's, uh, for fuck's sake. Jay Bloomfield at number seven with option A, one of his 15 teams. Cooker United, Dan Brennan, uh, we're looking out for Timmy Howard tonight. Doherty's Army, in at eight. And at number nine, no, hang on, at number eight, TRS Development Squad, Matt Allen. I am still above you. I am still above Stephen Finlayder from the. Oak More importantly, I'm still above Oriol for from Scored. I hope you're enjoying that scored fantasy thing, guys, and uh, we're looking forward to the hockey tonight.